We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. This week's guest is Violet de Ayala. I think I said that right. <laughs> Violet is a Cuban-American serial and social entrepreneur, founder of Fem City, and virtual mentor to over 20,000 women. She's also the international best-selling author, author of the self-guided guru, Life Lessons for the Everyday Human. Violet has been quoted in Success, Forbes, Entrepreneur, CNBC, Fast Company, Thrive Global, Medium, Yahoo Finance, Yahoo Small Business Authority, Business Insider News as a small business expert overall. Thank you so much, Violet. Excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. All right. So let's talk a little bit about um, Fem City. So you founded this global women's networking organization. Just tell us a little bit about that. Sure. I started Fem City in 2009. I myself was looking for community in my life. And even after going out to many, many networking events here in Miami that are all spectacular and great, I always left feeling a little depleted and like I was missing some sort of connection to others. And after doing that for a couple of years, I just decided I was going to start something very small. It would be just for 20 women here in Miami. And we would just gather once a month and help to support each other in business and personal development. And throughout the years, uh, because of pictures on Facebook that we initially posted and launching in other chapters, we started launching more and more. And now we are a members-only organization. We help women in business, personal development, and we create communities around the world. That's awesome. And you just shared um, before we started recording that you've got a couple new chapters opening up in all all different parts of the world. Uh, would you like to share um, some of those places? Sure. So we moved. Uh, so we grow very organically and you can see our growth patterns starting in Miami. And then we kind of grew up the East Coast and then moved over to the West Coast. And then we started growing in Canada, in Toronto, and then it kind of moved over onto the West as well. And so it's natural for us to start launching in other countries as well. So before all of this started happening. We had started kind of having the conversations of launching in Paris and Madrid and in Dubai. And we're excited to continuously grow and create communities for women with uh, personal development, online resources, literally anything that they need in order to design and create the life that they envision for themselves. That's fantastic. I love it. I love the continued growth and support for uh, female entrepreneurs. Um, let's talk about your book a little bit. So you're an international best-selling author and the title, The Self-Guided Guru, Life Lessons for the Everyday Human. What inspired you to write a book while you've already got this global organization underneath your feet? <laughs> So it's actually a really funny story. Many years ago, some of our members kept asking me for a book. Oh, you should write a business book. You know, there aren't that many business books out there that have been written by women. And after like the fourth, fifth, tenth time hearing it, I thought to myself, you know what? I need to see what this is all about and perhaps write this book that, that has been requested of me. I started to write it. 
I reviewed it and I was like, gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> like, I can't, this is like a horrible book. I can't do this. So I kind of put that on the back burner. And then again, a couple months later, oh my gosh, Violet, you should write a book about your personal stories and, you know, how you've kind of evolved to all this, uh, you know, all these challenges. And again, I wrote the book. Uh, finished writing the book and then went back and thought, oh, God, this is not, this is not good at all. This is boring. And then I had a goal of writing it by a certain time. And I thought, you know, I just need to write it. Let me just write it the way I want to write it in the voice that I generally use when I'm speaking or lecturing. And so I wrote this book. It's 10 chapters with life lessons that I grew from and how I actually transitioned and pivoted my life stories from going from welfare to wealth, stories of, um, you know, being married to someone for 20 years, divorcing and getting back together. And just you know, even like the stories of growing up with a mother who was a drug addict and suffered from mental illness. So all these kind of stories that people knew about as I lectured and, um, and kind of worked with them city, obviously that's where that book was really birthed from. And it's very spiritual. It's a super, um, woo woo book as some would say. And, um, it just felt like it was authentic and a great representation of kind of like how I shifted and it did really well. I couldn't, I couldn't believe more than one person bought it. <laughs> I literally I sent it out there and I was like, if one person buys it, I will be happy. And then um, it hit those charts and I couldn't believe it. And it's still, um, now we have a free virtual book club that we do every Sunday at 10 a.m. And um, it's been really, it's just been a wonderful journey, but it was not this like perfection from the start, right? Like, oh, I just knew exactly what I was going to write about. And it all came perfectly together. And, you know, it was really just, nope, scratch that. That doesn't sound right. And just that trial and error is where I was able to create something that I'm, I'm really proud of. That's awesome. That's great. And I'm kind of blown away that you actually, so you've actually written three books. You just only published one of them. It sounds like. <laughs> well, well, it's also, I mean, it, I, I don't, I didn't, I, my intention sharing that is to share that the other two, I don't think are worthy. <laughs> like they're not like, they're not like stellar books that I'm, I have there, you know, waiting to get published. It was really like, just, ugh, you know, it was like, it was, ooh, that doesn't look right or read right or sound good. And so, um, it sounds like I did a quite a bit, but really there's two, I would, someone asked me the other day, I was on a podcast last week and, uh, with a good friend of mine. And he said, so what happens to those, you know, are you going to like publish those? They're like, where are those? And I was like, I don't even know. Cause they were so bad. Like I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so it's really just the, the one, you know, it's, uh, sharing the the journey because I don't think um, it's easy. And I think others kind of look at it and go, oh, it must be like, just you sit down and you write it and it all pours out of you. But I found it to be a struggle and a challenge, honestly. Oh yeah. I'm going through that on my own right now. I'm, I keep saying I'm going to write a book and it's just, I haven't even started. It's in my head. It's all in my right. head. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's outlined. Nice. Well, um, so the focus of the show is on networking and obviously as someone who runs a fantastic networking organization, um, I, I'm sure you're gonna have some great insights to share. So can you share with our listeners one of your most successful or favorite networking experiences that you've had? Sure. So, um, I have so many of them. I, I'll share one. So one, um, so I believe you can network anywhere, right? You can network. I've done the best networking at birthday parties for little girls. I've done great networking at, you know, in public bathrooms, which sounds really crazy, but I've met, you know, amazing women. Um, one that was a carpool, uh, we carpooled together for many, many years. Our kids were in the same school together. I think my favorite networking story is um, I was asked to be a speaker on a panel many, many years ago for Jim Bree here in Miami which is where I live. And, um, 
I, I went and I, we networked a little bit before the panel started. And then we networked a little bit after, and I got the opportunity to meet the founder of Jamboree. She was also on the panel, Joan Barnes. And we just connected. It was like, uh, we had known each other our whole entire lives. And, um, she ended up, we exchanged information like cell phone and emails. And the next day we chatted and we couldn't stop chatting. And we were like texting each other, like all these ideas. And, um, she really became an iconic person in my journey through being an entrepreneur. She helped me so much to shift from city into where it is today. She provided advice and mentorship. And I think to myself that all I mean, forever, I will always remember her as just this guiding light that when I needed it the most, she was one that I, if I had a question, I could just text her and she would respond within a couple of minutes. She's just, and she's brilliant, right? She created Jamboree, which, um, is just a, you know, another iconic brand around the world. And, um, that all came from networking, right? Like not even a networking meeting, but just through the, through the, the behavior of networking, getting to know other people and reaching out, following up. That's my favorite networking story, really. But I have, there's so many. I, I believe networking is the way that we can all shift and up level, help each other out, be of service to one another. Networking is really just a profound way of, of staying connected and helping each other out in business. Absolutely. I love that story. It's a great story, especially because your intention to attend this event was to sit on a panel and right. Um, share your expertise. And at the end of the day, it sounded like you created this lifelong bond now and have had this amazing mentor in your life because of this panel that you sat on. That's a great right. story. Thank Just you showing for up. That. And you know, what's so crazy, Lori, is that my, my son, his, my first activity with my son 25 something years ago was at a jamboree. So it was like just full circle, just That's full awesome. circle. Like the whole thing was just so crazy. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> So as you have connected with individuals on a global level, how do you stay in front of or best nurture this network and this community that you've created? I feel that each member that we have is a friend and I feel like I'm, I'm really responsible for their success. And, you know, every day I wake up like thinking to myself, how can I help more in a bigger way? What can I do to help others um, to grow the business that they envision for themselves, to design their life, to, to, to live life in a balanced way. Just all these other little components beyond just um, networking and having them meet the right people. But I feel ultimately responsible for all of them. And, I, and when you come across, anytime you're networking, when you come across from the point of view of wanting to serve and help others, it always comes back to you it always comes back. It may not come back to that opportunity where you're putting that effort into, but it always comes back to you. And I think even tenfold. So it's really, I think networking for me and creating this organization, helping women to connect with one another has really been because I'm just passionate about helping them. I know the value of each person you meet. You know, sometimes we don't even know who we're meeting, right? We're meeting just ultimate strangers sometimes and we just connect with them, offer our services. And then it turns out that they're, you know, a part of, uh, like, for instance, I, I was networking, I was talking to someone about this the other day and it turns out it was like this big person at Hay House, you know, I had no idea. So sometimes you meet people you don't even know, but if you're kind and you come across um, always from a point of view of love and service and helping others, it will always come back to you. And that's, that's where I always start from. 
That's great. And and there's so much truth to just being kind to others. And yeah, especially in today's crazy world that we're living right. in. <laughs> right. So exactly. what advice would you offer the professional who's looking to grow their network? Uh, the advice that I would give is to show up all the time, anywhere, ready to create connections. So whether you're walking your dog or um, going to the farmer's market or going to a networking event or a chamber of commerce, whatever it is that you have, you have the power to meet people that can pivot your life in dramatic ways, any moment, any moment. And if you keep your energy open to receiving that and then giving, being a person to give of yourself, to fully offer advice, to be kind to others, those people will remember you forever and ever. And that's really when you talk about business growth, it's always about the contacts, the connections that you have and that they like you, right? Humans do business with humans they like Mm -hmm. and respect. And so if you are kind, if you are always, you know, when you meet people, like another downfall that I see people kind of put themselves into is a situation where they meet this amazing person at a networking event and then they, they exchange emails, but then they don't follow up right? They don't send an email. They don't Mm -hmm. make it personal. They don't stay connected to them. Uh, maybe you find them on LinkedIn, but then you let that kind of fizzle out. Those are the, those are the things that really could change and pivot your life. I mean, many, many years ago, another networking story, many, many years ago, I was flying to, I believe Chicago for one of our Femme City Chicago events. And I sat next to this woman on the plane and we, uh, just started chatting and come to find, uh, she was flying back the next day from Chicago also on the same flight as I was. And we were like, oh my gosh, we need to sit together. It would be so much fun because we just got along so well. She was one of the executives at the Ritz-Carlton um, here in South Florida. And so many, many years we stay connected. We're on LinkedIn, we're friends on Facebook also. And years later, someone from my team, uh, we're trying to do a retreat. She reaches out to the Ritz-Carlton Aruba and the contact on the email thread is my friend Jody that I met at the plane. And so I was able to, oh my gosh, Jody, I know Jody. So, you know, my team members didn't know that. They were just reaching out, right? Just trying to kind of get that contact going. And um, she was able to create a really great package for us at the Ritz Carlton Aruba because we had already made, you know, we had already developed that relationship. She knew that there was going to be value for the Ritz Carlton having them host our Femme City retreat there and vice versa, you know, that I would, that we were just connected already. And so that comes from many years of maintaining a relationship through a contact that I met on a plane, like bizarre, you know, and we did sit together on the way back as well. So it was like, what a great story that is that came around to, to be beneficial for both of us again. Yeah. I love that. You've got some great, great experiences that you're sharing with our listeners. Fantastic. So let's talk about digital networking and traditional networking. Um, Both of them are definitely important, but which one do you find more value in? I would say both of them, honestly. Um, I think you can meet people. I mean, sometimes I've met friends on social media and then by the time you meet in real life, you've, you've hugs, right? Because you feel like you've seen each other over and over mm-hmm. again, but you haven't. It's like yep. digital. So I think if you come across from the same point of view of being of service, <clears throat> being kind, being um, an asset to that person, you know, oh, I thought of you. I got this invitation for this networking event. Thought of you, or I have this contact. I thought it would be a great introduction. May I introduce you guys? So I think a lot of that can occur in the digital world. Um, if you if you have the heart in it, if it's something that's cold and spammy and like ew, and you know that's not going to work, right? But that wouldn't work in a physical space either. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone came over and started kind of like spamming you in real life, 
So I think it's, I think they're both equally valuable. I mean, at the end of the day, humans like to see each other's eyes, you know, like to see each other and you can exponentially grow that relationship when you're in that physical place. Um, but you can still really create great relationships through digital, um, through, you know, online networking. I have Mm -hmm. found that to be true. Oh, totally. Absolutely. There's definitely people I've connected and built some fantastic relationships that I've actually never met in person yet. Exactly. Exactly. I work with some publicists um, because they, we feature a lot of their clients on Femme City and our blog and in our podcast. And I, I know three publicists that they're in uh, New York City. And we are already feel like we're great friends. And we've already chatted about like meeting up in New York City because now we feel like because we've been working together for so long. Mm-hmm. That's the power of just connecting and being of service for each other and helping each other out. Once you meet, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like finally we meet. It's been like forever. But you'll feel already that connection because you've been able to maintain that relationship all this time. Yeah, I love it. So Violet, if you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Believe in yourself. That would be one. That's been a huge one for me. Oh my gosh. That that I think is like, I'm just going to stick with that one. I was going to share three, but I'm going to stick with that one. (laughs) Believing in myself, you know, there's so many years that I wasted and so many just, oh my gosh, and money lost because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't think I could do things on my own. I felt like I needed a crutch. I felt like, you know, I couldn't do this because I didn't have that degree from Goldman, you know, from a Wharton business school and all these just ridiculous stories I'd made up in my mind that held me back. So that would be the biggest thing right there, you know, is that just to believe in yourself and, um, you know, when you have that self-limiting behavior or thought or those constant repetitive, you can't do it, you know, you don't have this, you don't have that. Just when you believe in yourself and you can surpass that, uh, that, that would have been everything for me. That would have saved a lot of heartache, (laughs) a lot of money too. That's great. I think there's so much truth to that. And it's, it's weird that it takes time. And for us, I guess I'm thinking of talking about myself as well, um, for for that to happen, you know, (laughs) it's just time in general. And, and once you figure that out, you know, the world is your oyster and there's so many different opportunities, you know, right, right around the corner. Right. Right. So Violet, we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you would love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the sixth degree? I would love to connect with Oprah. And yes, I have a friend of mine. So another mentor of mine, I met at a birthday party for our girls. And from my youngest, when my youngest was in kindergarten, we met. And I was talking about Oprah. She must have just started her channel at the time. And I mentioned it and she said, oh my gosh, I told Oprah that exact same thing the other day. <laughs> I just, I couldn't <laughs> believe it was this stuff. It's like, what? So I mean, it's like blown me away. Um, so yeah, I have, I have a couple of those with Oprah, like that one degree or two degrees. So I'm just hoping one day to get a chance to meet her, but it has not happened yet. <laughs> but I, it's like hovering around, you know, every time I meet someone, who's closer to that circle. I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. But that's someone who, you know, I was a latchkey kid and coming home by myself every day after school and watching the Oprah Winfrey show by mm-hmm. myself, you know, making my own little snack. I always, I always think that Oprah was like a digital mom to me. Right? Sure. <laughs> so yeah. She was there every day. And as I was eating my little snack, it was always um, informative and educational and entertaining as well. 
So for me, those years were fundamental as to every child, but having her there every day meant so much to me. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, we'll tag her and see if she uh, accepts (laughs) the invite. (laughs) You never know. You never know. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me and ask me one question. What's something you'd like to ask me? Um, What's your book going to be about? Oh, (laughs) Uh, I'm going to talk about networking and how... Oh, about networking? Yeah. I've interviewed over 200 professionals on the topic. So obviously there's a lot of fantastic content. I've definitely identified some trends um, and I just want to, you know, get them, get them down in writing and really help others to not be afraid of networking. I love that. I love that. Great. And what, what is your... um, what is your, um, what's the number one thing that you wish people knew about the secret to networking? Um, I think it's just being genuine and real in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think too many people try hard to be something that they're not. Right. And, you know, people can see through that. So it's just be you <laughs> and it's just and it's not it's not scary when you are just being who you are right i love that um how many more questions do i get to ask you oh i like mean i'm, I'm, I'm I, I, in my chair i'm like how that's many fine questions? i mean i just I said one it. sometimes i get three or four but it, whatever <laughs> let me let me ask one more then okay um All right. what um let me think what is the one takeaway you wish for your listeners? Uh, to never stop networking. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you've got to stay, as you said, you know, you have to show up and be present. Um, otherwise people are gonna, people really are aware of what's top of mind and what's in front of them the most. So right. if you want to, if you want to be the resource, then you have to be out there and be a resource to others first. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good questions. Good I like that. That was so nice. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, do I you love have any- your book? By the way, I just wanted to say, I love that your book's going to be about networking because I feel like there's so much misinformation out there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when I see new people come to our gatherings, um, I think to myself, where do they learn that? But, you know, I, I think there's no book, right? There's no yeah. book on like how to network so it's you know effective and kind. And so I'm so excited that you're writing a book on that. Thank you. Now I have to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The pressure's on. It is. I'll get it done. Like I said, it's all in my head. I just got to get it done. Um, All right. So any final word or advice to offer listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Uh, Be of service, follow up with people, stay connected, and you're not going to be able to do it all on your own. You're going to need people around you to offer mentorship and advice and referrals and recommendations and connections. So it's all about people and I'm getting out there. And the more people that you know, the more opportunities come your way. I love it. That's fantastic. Violet, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what's the best way they can reach you? They can uh, go over to femcity.com and you can contact us there. You can always just say forward this message over to Violet. And I'm on every social media platform. It's my last name on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, like everything. Um, It's Violet Dayala. And I'd love to connect. 
Fantastic. We'll include all that information in our show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Violet for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join us on Facebook. Just search for the Social Capital Network Group. If you need me, send an email to Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.